0: Blap, everything is black. Everything is black. Everything is black. Yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone cold. The speakers gone crack. And everything is black. Everything is black.
1: Everything is black. Black chat. blap chat. Black chat.
0: Black
1: chat. Black chat. that horn. What is, that's a s- horn. It's a horn
2: Do it again
1: That?
2: Yeah
0: <laughs> 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 oh I don't God. know, that brings me joy Like That brings me that, joy just brings It just brings
1: a
2: smile to my face
1: I really like how you do that, boss <laughs> Welcome welcome to BlabChat. Chat You're here, baby It's been a, oh, a long time It's been a while It's been, what, three weeks? Yep, two and a half um, weeks, yeah Welcome to Blab Chat episode I don't even really know anymore Josh, do you know? Is it? 81 81 I think it's 81 uh, episode 81. Yes. I go by the name of Ill Mind, And um you guys know our co-hosts. Um they couldn't make it today, unfortunately, but uh we have someone here to fill their shoes, big shoes to fill. Um, I want to introduce you guys to my guy, Father Dude. Give Father him a round of applause. Give mm-hmm. him a round of applause to all two people in here. Mm-hmm. Alice, you don't want to clap for him? Yes okay. That's man. fine. Give, that's give fine. me a horn and a
0: clap. Give him a horn and a clap. <laughs> This
1: is my man, father, dude, um, and of course you guys know Atlas the Plug over yes, here. You was know, what that, I'm saying that was, yeah. he doesn't get a horn, he gets this. Yes, <laughs> he gets that. Um, so Atlas the Plug here. Uh, obviously, we're missing uh, Perfection and Glam. Uh, you know, they. They're busy right now they're doing their thing mm-hmm. you know glam glam is an artist one of my favorite artists mm-hmm. and uh perfection actually uh they fucked up something with her passport right, right? so she's like stuck in uh in another country i'm just kidding mm-hmm. no <laughs> she's getting her passport renewed and they screwed her name up or something so um she's running late on that but i think she's coming in like a half an hour or so yeah so we'll see uh-huh. good, good, yeah good, good so uh this is Blapchat. chat this is uh I do want to say it's an all music production podcast. Mm-hmm. It's for music creators, music producers. Obviously, I'm a music producer. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all music creators in our own mm-hmm. right. My man Atlas the Plug mm-hmm. uh, is a songwriter. Mm-hmm. He's also in you know, uh, anr. He's mm-hmm. a he's a dot connector. There, you know, in the there. industry, and uh, and my guy Father Dude, um, dude, I'm so happy that you can come today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Father Dude is. Um, an artist, he's a singer, he's a songwriter. Uh, You also produce as well. Mm -hmm. Um, We used to be in a band together. We Mm -hmm. worked for many, many years. So it's really cool to have you on the podcast, man For sure Hell yeah And you're working on a lot of cool projects right now, too Which we will definitely get into Sure
2: Here's a fun fact Father Dude was in the band Not only with Illmind But he was also in the band with me
1: Yeah Yeah, Yeah, these guys were in the band Remember, guys, for all of our our diehard listeners If you uh, heard our earlier episodes I think it might have been like episode one, Atlas Where we're kind of breaking down our history and stuff And uh, Atlas was telling the story of his early days as a singer Mm -hmm. in a band in the 2000s and Mm -hmm. so this guy Father Dude was actually in the band with him so
2: he auditioned auditioned. fun fun, fun story he actually auditioned for the band and it was between Uh him and someone else and and I was picking the other guy (laughs) (laughs) but then me and Father Dude (laughs) end up being like the best of friends man until this day that's my brother that's like my guy right there man. yeah Yeah, for real that's like a lifetime isn't it it's like three lifetimes you know what's funny about those days Father Dude is like and you've known me from then and, 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 you know, and seeing me now and, like, difference. But, like, Mm -hmm. back then, I was the guy who was, you know, writing the songs, you Mm -hmm. know, and and coming up with the arrangements and stuff like that. But I was also the guy who, like, wasn't showing up for rehearsals, you know? Like, I was so unfocused back then. And, you know, and, and, you know, I'm glad to have you here because you've seen you know even for ill like from where he yeah. was even to our transitions to where we are now and our growth so yeah
0: you
2: All- know and you as well even seeing you being super green you know auditioning for for my group at the time you know and you know we would go iron mitch was he, he wasn't even old enough to drink yet you weren't even you yeah. were 20 right and 19 we used to 19 we used to sneak him into the clubs yeah. Um, wow. in New York when we would go around you know yeah. and do club gigs and Father Dude would be like <laughs> the got, guy some
3: good stories. he
2: would be yeah. like the guy not to put you on blast Father Dude but you're so yeah. different now you're a rock star but like back then he was the guy that was super shy Yeah, we'd be at a party networking and he'd have like his back up against the wall just like you know a little awkward soaking young, in game yeah just kind of just kind of taking it in and then like but but then I wanted him to be a little more to be out there and I would be like, mm-hmm. Come on, dude, come on, get off the wall. Let's go. Like put a smile yeah. on your face. Like, you know, let's do this. Like fix your posture. You know yeah. what I mean? And like oh, yeah. and to see him just he just developed into what he is now is completely remarkable. It's amazing. Anyway, it's yeah.
1: amazing. Um mm-hmm. I really wanna today I really want to talk about the process of songwriting mm-hmm. and the process of creating a song from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's funny because I on the way here I was watching on, um, on iTunes, I was watching uh, the uh, new documentary that just dropped called Songwriter, and it's with Ed Sheeran, and mm-hmm. so basically what happened is uh, Ed, Ed had a, fan, uh, a camera follow him for like the past 10 years, like since 2009, and they captured the entire process of him going from like singer-songwriter... Underground to then gaining such a humongous fan base and then becoming an amazing songwriter for other people and for himself, a mm-hmm. superstar. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm watching it. And shout to Benny Blanco, um, another producer who um, produced a lot for Ed, and he's, like, all over the documentary, too. And I'm watching this documentary, and I'm like, wow, like, the process of songwriting is pretty much the same for everyone, mm-hmm. where you're literally you know, trying to create something from nothing. And sometimes it starts Mm -hmm. with a piano chord. Sometimes it starts with a, a guitar medley. Sometimes you're in an Uber and you just have a lyric in your head and it comes out. And I think the beauty about songwriting and creating a song is like, it can strike at any moment. You know, there was a part of the documentary where Ed Sheeran was saying like, you know, songs are like very weird things. I think he called them like weird creatures. Where they just happen on their own and sometimes they're great, sometimes they're terrible, right? So I want to get into that a little bit Mm -hmm, and I think mm -hmm. for music producers, it's a really interesting um, thing to think about because I think a lot of early beat makers and bedroom music producers don't get an opportunity to know what it's like to make a song. You know mm-hmm. you can learn fl studio you can learn ableton you can learn your daw you can become really good at making beats but how do you make a song and for me personally a, a lot of my experience making songs was like was with you guys mm-hmm. when we had the band smokey robotic and we were just making this shit from scratch and i didn't think it was the right way or the wrong way it was just yeah. kind of us like winging it right right so for you father dude like you've been writing songs for a long time you're a singer, you also produce music. You know, what was your early process like creating a song and what is it like now if it's different or the same? Like, do you come up with uh, concepts first? Do you do you come up with lyrics? Like, what's your process when you make a song,
3: basically? Um, I think like a, like a lot of songwriters I've spoken to, the lyrics are uh, usually second but you know, like there's a mel- there's a melody first, melodies like, first. Usually, but usually in that melody, there's like a phonetical. Mm-hmm. There's a, the a syllables. A, a, there's a there's a. Um, usually, rhythms. Usually, usually vowels are mm-hmm. the biggest thing because you're obviously getting the length of note from vowels. Oh, that's interesting. And and. That turns into a word that it kind of sounds like, and honestly, I've had a lot of times where I, I'd be like, nah, 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 nah. and then somebody's like, "Oh, the, the best of you!" Like, that, or like, right. or "Like, oh, I, I thought you, I thought you said that," and I'm like, "I didn't, but that's great. Right? To use that, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Like, there's so many ways to do it, and you know, like, as good as you can get, you know, there's gonna be days where you think you can't write a song. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean,
1: how often do you guys feel that like, way? Well, you two, Atlas, mm-hmm. like, you, you mm-hmm. know, you're a songwriter too. Yeah how often do you feel like you know you're sitting there and you're trying to either write to a beat or write a song and you just feel like man what am i doing with my life like i really suck at this like do you guys feel that way sometimes because i do when
2: i make Mm -hmm. tracks listen there's times where it can come to you like that you know like super quick there are times it might take a little you know there are times you're just sitting there like blank like and when that happens i just kind of just kind of back away from it and just kind of like you know, right. kind of stop because I just, once I kind of hit that wall where I'm just, I can't take it anywhere else, I just kind of take it away. And then while I'm doing something else, maybe like the next day, boom, I'll just be it walking comes. down the street and it just pops in my head. And I'm like, oh, and, I, and I'll record it on my phone and then I'll go back and start writing it. You know, so yeah. it just depends. One,
3: yeah. of the, one of the big things on... As I've continued to write, is getting down ideas and not being too uh, selective about what's being recorded. Because mm-hmm. it, right. it only can be re recorded. You know, like this mm-hmm. isn't, we're not doing a live, sh- you know, you in the studio is not a live experience unless it is. But, yeah. you know, this is, you know, it's meant to be like, get it out of you. Um, you know, there's times where uh, you know there. I don't do it too much, but some people will just go in the booth. Obviously, rappers do this more than yeah. singers, and they'll just just like you know just start, freestyle, freestyle, yeah. freestyle, and you know come up with stuff. And you know sometimes <coughs> that works. If I'm like hitting a hitting a block, like I'll go in and just start, you know, like a produ- producer I'm with someone on the studio. They'll, they'll be like, just get in there and just start something, and I'll mm-hmm. do that. But usually, I really do like to take my time. Right. You know, I'm like I'm <clears throat> sitting there and I'm, I'm in my own world, and I'm like, yeah. You know in my phone because i do it on my phone and i actually respect a lot of people who still you know write lyrics on you know with paper and pen but yeah I but do too. uh and that's cool and uh i don't know the phone is uh is still my thing notepad and right you know like
2: uh
1: so you're it, doing both at the same time so you're listening to the beat and you're coming up with lyrics and melodies kind of in your head before you step yeah. into
3: the booth I, I like it much more like that because yep. i can I, you know I'm cerebral cerebral in that sense, so I'm constantly, like, I'm hearing how it would be. Mm -hmm. I know myself at this point, so I know what I can do, which I think is a lot of it, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, there's that moment of like, you know, you're about to sing it for for the producer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Either you do that, either like, you're yo, let me like, see hey, what you it got. It mm-hmm. hey, there's nothing worse than you know, like the music's blasting and you're like, mm-hmm. and it's a falsetto part, and you're like, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, So yeah. just yeah, imagine really this good.
3: with a lot of reverb <laughs> and a lot of delay. Got the layers on it. I I mean, got yeah. layers. Oh, Could God. you imagine like even you, anyone you like, like anybody <laughs> even yeah. popular, you hear them like dry in a room? Like, yeah. You'd be like, yeah, okay, pal. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: and I think that's a that's a big. Kind of hurdle for Mm -hmm. I would say songwriters and producers. Mm -hmm. You know, as a producer, and obviously I'm a producer, so I can speak from my uh, perspective. But you know, when us working together, Mm -hmm. I always have to keep. I had to learn how to be open-minded and be like, okay, this idea is great, but we won't know if it's amazing and we won't know if it's trash until he starts cutting it, Mm -hmm. right? And until or until like we add that little melotron or mm-hmm. retune speed that like makes all the difference yeah, right mm-hmm. so i think oh, yeah. as a music producer when you're working with guys like you like songwriters and stuff mm-hmm. i think it's our job to not only have the discipline to envision that but also execute it and really
3: be open-minded mm-hmm. You i mean your job as a producer is to get the most out of the people you're working with yeah, right. and to go back to what you said before like i think there is something lost you know i grew up Playing in bands, which, you know, not, I mean, like, I grew up in a, in a house in a basement with drums. Like, I played yeah. drums. Not everybody has that luxury to play, you know, an instrument loudly in their house, you know, and having lived in New York City for the last yeah. 12 years. Like, you know, noise is a factor and we all deal with that. Yeah. But, like, you know, I grew up playing with other people. And the greatest, you know, uh, the greatest takeaway from all that was how to listen to yep. your fellow musician, mm-hmm. how to listen to your songwriter, the person who's in the room creating with you. You know, when you're making music with somebody, that's I always think of it like it's a relationship. It's like an actual relationship. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you are connecting with someone on a much deeper level, you know, and if you don't want to do that, then don't make a song with them Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's what it is. You know, it's like musical dating. I say like, you know, True. Don't, don't get uncomfortable. Like you're sharing like these, you know, it's very supp- intimate. It's intimate. It's supposed to be. That's what music is. It's an art form, and it's a, a part of you that's coming out that someone else can relate to or not. Yeah. So you have to be vulnerable, and yeah. you have to work with people that, you know, get that out of you when they need to get it out of you, and also tell you when to push it back a little bit. Right. You know, like and and be malleable and and you know, obviously, you just want to work with somebody that you trust.
2: Yeah. Do you think very true. two? Do you think two people that don't necessarily get along or like each other, would be able to? have a session and write a song um i think that might be tricky. i think
1: I, I think it would be tricky i think uh, you know think when you when you include that variable of i don't like you right yeah then you can't get past it that really it yeah because i th- because that emotion is the same like mm-hmm. energy that you're trying to write a song with mm-hmm. so then it just kind of fucks the room up mm-hmm um exactly yeah no i believe that mm-hmm. it 100 does affect it I, I for do. sure i do too and you know i've been in sessions with songwriters where the chemistry just wasn't there yeah and it's grueling it That's is grueling it's you, fucking grueling have you man. been in oh. sessions where guys are competing absolutely absolutely like, but here's yeah. the difference okay so let's let's really dig deep good into this because let me go back to being a beat maker and a producer mm-hmm. you're a beat maker you're a producer you're coming up you have good beats It's your first time in the studio with a songwriter or a rapper, let's say. Now let's be clear here, and you guys agree or disagree if you don't think, but Mm. working with rappers is completely different than working with a singer, songwriter.
2: 100%.
1: If you have experience working with rappers, I'm talking about you produce the beat, you load up Pro Tools, you load up the two track or whatever, you track them, you do your little adlibs, you do your little pan hard, right? You tuck it, you put a little mm-hmm. delay and voila, song is done. Right. Um, it's completely different when you're working with a songwriter. It's 100%. And if you think that you know what you're doing and you only track rappers, you're in You a, don't know
2: shit. You're in a deep hole. You're in a deep fucking hole i've seen that happen before i've seen it too Where like yeah the engineer is coming it's like the homie who just knows a little bit of pro tools and he's used to tracking rappers and he comes in for the session the singer's amazing ready to go the singer wants to start laying harmonies and you know and when before you know it you have 50 60 tracks Producer looking looking like a deer in headlights yeah having no idea like just got flustered literally Because,
1: you know, when you're, depending on the rapper, obviously, Mm -hmm. but rap, rapping, making rap songs is the easiest thing to do. Mm -hmm. Let's just keep it a buck. It really is. True. You know? Um, But with songwriting and songwriters, and and depending on, again, depending on the type of songwriter, but, you know, you're going to go in there and you're going to do playlists. You're going to be in Pro Tools. You're going to do multiple takes. You're Mm going to do, and, you know. Comping. And comping. And I'll tell you guys, and I don't think I've ever told you this, Mitch, but like. I gained a lot of my experience with you guys because you're a fucking comper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you... Father dudes is very... He knows what he wants, so, like, as a producer working with him for so long, like, I, I was able to learn the discipline of, you know, outdoing a take and, mm-hmm. like, really, really digging in until we find something better. And mm-hmm. and, and, and that's that's the beauty of the music is, like, you know you can you can outperform and then you keep going going until it feels right and then it feels right and and whether it takes two takes or 100 takes like Mm -hmm. you have to have that discipline and patience to go so man being being a producer with with working with songwriters is a whole nother animal Mm -hmm. man
3: yeah it really is yeah like i said let let you know like you're part of it you know if you're a producer you're not there to engineer alone you know i was just i'm working with some some young guys who reached out to me and and like producers uh, they're like artists. Artists two artists. And I'm, you know, I don't I just haven't even done this in a while, but like I'm I'm engineering but also like helping. They're called letters letters from mom. Nice. And uh, they just put out a song and it's just like, you know, the, I think the value of what we're doing in the studio, you know, it's not just I'm sitting there clicking buttons, even though I'm not on these records, I'm not even writing these songs. Mm-hmm. But being there like you have a value. If you're an engineer, you have oh, yeah. a value. You are creating and like the vibe is a very important yeah, in any mm-hmm. studio but the engineer like don't forget how important that person is because if there's a there's a technical side where mm-hmm. like you're not wasting anybody's time mm-hmm. you know yeah. how it is i i would get frustrated <clears throat> i'll get frustrated sometimes or like I forgot to eat and like yeah. my voice is starting to dry up and i'm like getting frustrated i'm like why is this and then like you know sometimes they'll be like let's let's take five yeah go out get something to eat and then come back like that's important that you need someone there to remind you that mm-hmm. you know? thousand
1: percent and and we say this on the podcast all the time you know the importance of like being or feeling like you're playing a leadership role when you're a producer mm-hmm. or even some engineers have this mm-hmm. sort of leadership role and you have to almost recognize who's in the room and read the room and figure out okay i think i can be valuable here and it seems and it feels like i should step up to the plate and maybe take initiative so let me ask you first Alice, mm-hmm. and then i want your opinion father dude you know, when you're in a studio with like a producer, let's say you're writing the song. Yeah. Let's say there's a couple singers that are gonna sing it and write it with you. What are some things that you look for? Positive things you look for in the producer
2: and the engineer that are in the room? Mm, that's a good to, question. To, to, to like help the process come along. I think it's it's a tricky thing. It's a kind of thing where it's like you have to know when to kind of step up and take the leadership but also know when to kind of ease off and let the creation happen amongst the songwriters. Um, I always like, I, me personally, I like an engineer um, who's a little more aggressive. Mm. Like someone like Craig, Craig from SA. Mm-hmm. He's like, when he does a session, you can tell he's like the leader of right you know, the leader just, of the session, yeah. he just goes for it. Invested, you
3: know invested in being there. Like,
2: invested, yeah. they, that's the word I'm looking for. Not someone who's like, yeah, you ready to track? All right, cool. What like, what do you think? They're on yeah, their phone
3: was, and shit. Yeah, yeah. What,
2: like their heads down while they're tracking, not even looking, not even just on their phone on Instagram. And then once I was like, yo, yo, he's, he's, you know, like the artist is trying to get his attention. I like someone who takes control of the, of the session, but also like I was saying, knows when to let the artist kind of, be I've been to stud I've been to sessions where the engineer is trying to be the songwriter. <laughs> he's trying to be the vocal coach, <laughs> he's trying to be the motivator. he's trying to be the security guard. You know what I mean? It's like you're trying to do all these things. It's like just be a really friggin good engineer yeah. or if you're a producer engineer and pr- help produce everybody else to making something super dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. that's a fact. yeah. So what I about can- you,
1: Father dude? do you have anything? any? helpful tips or hints for a producer or engineer in terms of how they should, you know, be valuable?
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Be valuable. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> how like do you be that. Val- I like I mean, the word invested you used earlier. Yeah, too. invested. I mean, that's that's really what it is. You know, if you're in a session with somebody, you know, whatever that is that drives you to be there, whether it's the genuine intent to work with this person mm-hmm. or it's money or whatever it is, are is that... I was just talking about this yesterday. Is yeah. that getting you to that place where you are down to not just do the job, but like do it well? You yeah. know, like because you you know, y- you feel like there's enough value in it for you. So yeah. don't go into a session that you don't want to do. Right. That's a huge thing. Exactly. Like that, that's you're a human being. Like yeah, yeah. you gotta wanna do what you're doing.
1: So what do you say this. what do you say to the engineers that are getting paid hourly and they're really just literally doing it for the money, which is not a bad thing, mm-hmm. by the way. And you can make some decent money doing it that way. And that's how a lot of engineers make their living.
3: And producers, too. A- as a producer and so. artist, you have to be aware of that. And, lo- and the, you know, the more you do... Uh, one thing I will say is I spent time on many sides of this business, mm-hmm. on, on, at least on the music side, doing sound engineering, live engineering, mm-hmm. uh, uh, mixing, blah, 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 like uh, every aspect of live things. So you actually understand when you work like that. It's like when you work in like the food industry and service yeah. industry, it's like you know you don't want it like you might not treat a waiter like crap because you know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So you know, yeah, you do have to like be a little more aware of the people in the room. Why is everybody there? Are they there because you just like you said, yeah, all everyone come. Like that might be <laughs> cool when you're twenty years old, yeah, but like, yeah. when you're doing this long enough You know, there has to be a value there for everybody. And if you're doing it and everyone feels that way, that's when the magic happens. When everybody feels like, yeah, I just wanna be here. It's not about all the extras, like just in my gut, like I wanna be in this room doing this cool shit with you guys.
2: Yeah, also two other things, and this is more like from a customer service standpoint. Mm -hmm. If you know you're having a session and you know you're gonna have an artist in there, maybe two, two things. Go buy some friggin' Wadala waters. Oh, man. Okay? (laughs) Gotta have the water. Buy five of them. Throw them in the fridge, 10, whatever. Throw them in the fridge. Make sure you have some that are warm, that are out... Of the fridge as well, because some singers just like the warm room temperature. Okay. Second thing, make sure there's a friggin' AC in your place, and <laughs> it's comfortable. Nobody yeah. wants to go to a studio that's burning hot. Yeah. Yep. And there's no water in there. It's like it's a terrible environment yeah. to, to be comfortable yeah. in. So make sure when they're coming to your establishment
3: that you make it very comfortable, and you it's make fitting.
2: it, and you make them want to come back and give you business.
3: Yeah. You yeah. Know? We're talking about the creative part, but. That's just the human element of just yeah. working with people and, you know, it being, that's like such a small thing. Yeah, goes but it's such it goes a long way. It goes a long way.
1: No, you know what? I, I think it's a big thing. I think mm-hmm. that the whole process of making a good song is 80 to 90% human. Mm-hmm. I do. I mm-hmm. believe that. And 10% technical, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, having a great engineer there is awesome. And, but you can have a skilled engineer in the room tracking that's an asshole mm-hmm. that'll ruin the whole session. Yep. Or you can have a mediocre engineer who's got great energy mm-hmm. and who's
3: willing to learn and willing to go above and beyond. That's the guy I want to go to. That's the guy you want to go to, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And and another thing is, you know, and I am i shouldn't be the, you know, you, you're super prompt. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're good, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I we just were, act when, like I when am When we were in the When we were in the The band though Like Zach was super prompt Like Yeah I would probably be The latest guy Probably right. bro, <laughs> You were always the
2: latest, no, always the latest you, were, you Man You gotta remember so, I was rolling with Smokey Heavy yeah. So I was at all the sessions I traveled with you guys Zach was there 30 minutes prior Zach was yeah, there Maybe on, right. an like hour I was still early. in the
1: shower He's like Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm outside Ill, I wrote three songs Right on
2: time <laughs> I always right on time yeah. Yeah. And it was always like 15, 20, 30 minutes of <laughs> dude
3: Strolling on in Sorry so so don't do what I did <laughs> but no but it's true don't um, or at least I don't know like own, everybody's still cool yeah. with me so it's yeah, all good yeah, but yeah. you know it being, it's being uh, that's what you think it's be- <laughs> that time you made me wait uh, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you just like you know respecting other people's time obviously yeah. you know mm-hmm. like uh just be careful with it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, also, to another thing, so, like, I was just in L.A., and I'm working on this project. I can't say what it is. Mm-hmm. And I've been working with a lot of songwriters and singers out there, like, three or four different ones. And each one kind of had their own, like, positive and, and, like, quirky thing about them. And the, the thing that I was reminded of that's true for all, like, songwriting sessions is... That you just have to lay ideas down Mm -hmm. and you have to just try stuff yeah you know Mm -hmm. like i've been in sessions with songwriters not recently but i've been in sessions where it's just second guessing and we're all guilty of it Mm -hmm. you know it's like i need to make this perfect before i go in there and track Mm -hmm. you know um there's this one songwriter i've been working with um named ink she's like my favorite she's from atlanta and uh we've been writing together a lot and uh i love her process because she'll come in She'll roll up <laughs> We'll smoke mm-hmm. And we'll just vibe And I'll literally just Start playing some beats And she's Every, every beat I, I I play You know She'll just start Blurting shit out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She yes. just She's like a machine mm-hmm. She just blurts blurts, blurts, blurts And then I'll play the next beat Go, go, go And Instead of asking her Like which one do you want to work on I'll just take initiative And be like We're loading that one up Get in there Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she'll get in there And she'll She'll do her melodies first She'll, she'll go in there And do the melodies and fine mm-hmm. melodies, and then we'll do like five to 10, straight through four minutes, maybe more like three to five. Boom, 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 boom. And then we'll start comping, vocal comping, pulling the stuff we mm-hmm. like. And this, and is, then, a- and you know this what is as I mean?
3: she's like developing her idea, right? Yeah,
1: she's developing the idea, and then we'll get like a good like sequence, you know, versus potential pre-hooks, potential hook, we'll go, 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 go. And then, um, and then we'll get into the song and then start thinking about lyrics and concepts. So, yeah, and, so, and cool. I found that that's like the process for a mm-hmm. lot of songwriters. Mm-hmm. That's good. And yeah. it's
3: also on your end, you, you know, you have to be pressing that record button. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. If the guy, if yeah. some if the guy or girl is in the booth, you got to press the record button. They don't have to know. Exactly. They don't have to know anything. Just exactly. You know, exactly. F- next, next take, next take, mm-hmm. you know, like just, just stack up stuff because you don't know what you're capturing. I mean, right. I can't tell you even the songs I just released, like, I'm like, Ugh. oh wait, yeah. I mean, jeez. The first thing I did in Australia was, yeah. I did at the end of a vocal take, I did uh, like an ad lib for the song Electrify with Grimm, and and mm-hmm. and there I was doing like all these crazy ad libs at the end, and like they sounded really good. And Atlas was tracking me that night, and you uh, heard that, you heard that, right? Atlas yeah. was tracking me. That I was night. tracking vocals. And, and, uh, and Atlas tracks too. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the rest of the story doesn't bode well for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was dragging, and then he deleted my best take. Oh no. By accident. No. Uh, and then uh, I was like, oh. it just like, it took me a moment. I was like, this motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I, I control
2: Zeta. I did like one to. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay.
3: So I, we did one more take. And we took that take, and honestly, I wasn't really happy with it, mm-hmm. but I gave all that shit to the producer. Right. Yeah. I just gave him, you know, all the tracks and everything. And, you know, I didn't even do the editing myself, which I like to do. Anyway, he took a part of the edit that I would never have used, and it became the hook. It became you know? the hook. And it became the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... It's hard, you have to edit yourself, but also be open to the fact that you really don't know everything.
2: Right, <laughs> that's so true. I say that all the time. You know what's funny is I remember, I remember that too, Father Do. I remember that session. And I tracked you on another song too. I forget, which one was the other one? It was uh, Electrify, what was the other joint? Anyway, but I remember when we sent it off to the producer and we sent it off the way we thought it should sound, right? Me right. and Father Do, we put it together. We were like, all right, this is. right, we're happy with this for now. And we send it off. And then I'm, I'm going to be totally honest. The producer sends the version that ended up being the version, right? He sends it back. I fucking hated it. Yeah. Really? I really didn't like it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say how Father dude felt. I didn't like it. I was like, man, I feel like our version was so much better. What the fuck do I know? That shit, boom, in Australia. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like that exactly. Ooh. We don't know anything. You don't know yeah. anything. We know what we no. know. You know we yeah. do the best. We, we don't can. know. What we think we know. We really don't know.
1: Listen, the the whole and that's why I'm so glad we're talking about this mm-hmm. because the whole process from A to Z, making a song, you know, making the beat, playing the right beat, strumming that that right chord, coming up with lyrics, melodies, is everything is a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every yeah. single thing is a crapshoot from A to Z. So, if you're a, a producer or a songwriter or engineer. I would say Don't feel like You suck Right Because everyone We all suck right. Honestly Like uh. if, what you, if you saw the process Yeah Of oh. some of the Greatest songs ever Even like Just anything we're doing Like mm-hmm. Everyone goes through The same thing You're You're mm-hmm. You're fighting through And you're struggling Through to just do stuff and and you're you're and it's just and and it, it's gonna seem like you suck.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, you know I, I think about it. I'm like, why are people? Why do they want to be in the studio? Like this is a loop for <laughs> six hours. Like yeah. I'm sick of it. How the hell are you sitting here like not contributing? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it is cool as a process. But like, um, funny thing, like, you know when you're a songwriter and you're sitting there with a producer and like, you're like, just please loop that up and just like, you should just leave because it's going to get really boring. Cause I, you know, when I'm in it, I'm just like, we could sit there for 15 minutes on a loop and I'll I'll just like literally work out all the parts in my, you know, Mm -hmm. to myself and then I'll eventually get it down. But, um, you know, and that goes for producers, like starting beats, Mm -hmm. you know, going through the sounds, you know, like, Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck, turn that down. Well, yeah. Exactly. But it's so it's 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 an, it's an ugly process <laughs> at times.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah it sucks. Yeah. Um, now you definitely get into your bag, you know. I, I even when I go to Father Dude sessions, like I have people. Like, oh, you going to Father Dude? Se- Can I go with you? I'm like, you, you don't want to. You don't trust no. me. You, it's boring as shit. This like, guy smells. You know. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to go there. You know. You trust me. You know. Because I, am yeah. I mean, I've known this guy so long. I've been to so many sessions with him. I already know what to expect when yeah. I go. Like, I even know when I'm hanging out with him and he's like, went to speak or went just to shut the fuck up and like, yeah. you know, check my emails for 20 minutes because I know he's working on a verse. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And just kind of leave him alone and let him yeah do I, mean, does, and you know know I mean as a
3: producer that's that's a real uh um that's something you really do have to like uh like, like a, a skill a skill yeah. that yeah. you have yeah. to develop absolutely is patience uh-huh. patience
1: and yeah. another skill too i will say for the engineers out there and i would say engineers too knowing when it's time to move on mm-hmm. and knowing that's a big one knowing we're making that call on whether or not you should all commit to fight through it,
2: mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Because right. mm-hmm.
1: sometimes you're fighting through something and in everyone's minds, the songwriter, the singer, the engineer, in everyone's minds, they're telling themselves, this is not good. Yeah, I'm not feeling and, this. And, and, so, right. and, and, and we need to go outside or mm-hmm. move on. Yeah. How many times did we do that? We literally would, Dude, all the there time. Times, we have, we always start with the warm up song.
3: Mm-hmm. That's we what jump it, in and yeah, we do a yeah. warm
1: up. True. And forty to fifty percent of the time, the warm up song would be better than the new
3: song, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So yeah, absolutely, you know, and, and, and that was that was really cool because uh, we would. You'd start something and you just bare bones. It'd be the bones of the song, yeah. you know, production-wise. And then we come up with an idea, and then literally we'd like take like forty-five minutes for this to like come together. And it's like, man, that was way easier than the one that we're like trying to do something on. Yeah. Here, you know, I've
2: I've definitely yeah. been to sessions where I've seen you guys literally from creating the track, coming up with the vocal with the melodies and the lyrics, tracking it, and having a pretty good decent mix. I've I've been to plenty of sessions with you guys. Where I've seen you do three to four songs in one day. Yeah. Literally. We've done that. Literally, I've seen it happen with my own eyes multiple times. And I let me tell you, I used to love going to the studio and watch. And I just yeah. love being in the studio and seeing the creation process and like yeah. observing it and, you know, seeing yeah. it. And then once in a while, like you guys be, ah, what do you think about that? And then I'll tell you, but I just keep my mouth shut really for most of the time. And like, dude, that process is so yeah. if you don't enjoy being in the studio, then it's just yeah. you got to just love. I'm like a studio rat. I love going to the studio. Yeah. I, even if I'm not writing or I'm just there, I just love being there. It's just something. You know, about and that
1: it. was so valuable to being able to play our stuff for you. Yeah. And I would say that, too, as a word of advice mm-hmm. is play your shit for people. Mm-hmm. Play, play your music, your rough versions or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them. Play them for as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. Don't give it to them. Right. But ask them to come to the studio. And play
3: them for females and males. Yes. Don't just have all your boys, like, you know, patting on the back. You know, no. That's like, you know, that's not going to get you. That's the worst. You really do want to know what, you know, because at the end of the day, like, God. Advice I used to get when I was a teenager like from musicians that were well beyond me Mm -hmm. like it's starting to sink in Yeah, it's starting. I'm starting to get it. (laughs) He's like, you know a guy in like a a pretty big rock band. He was like Playing bass and he's just he's like, you know If the girls aren't dancing like what are you doing? What are you doing? You're not you know, you know, it's what you're doing is just kind of I don't know self-serving in a way because you know Most popular music and I'm speaking on the pop in the popular sense. You gotta have people moving yeah. You know you gotta have A thousand percent w- you know w- like that's that's the whole point
1: you have to mm-hmm. people listen people listen to um people listen to music uh to move you yeah. know what i mean and to feel good so i to get in here,
2: here, here.
1: hey Sorry. perfection just got here in the building. In the building. In the building. she's gonna get acclimated um but yeah no uh you have to make people move. And yep. so the best way to do that is to play your stuff for strangers yeah, I mean, or just playing for females, playing for your homies, playing for strangers. And like, as a
3: producer and as an artist, you're always playing it for people. And, and we call it preface free yeah. no, no preface music, no preface, no. where you're not doing the. Um, t- God, It is so hard as an artist and a producer to be like well This is the version without the verse and uh, you know I just did, did a little yeah. bit of limiting on this but it's gonna be master and it's not mixed yet And this is the first t-. it's just like dude. No one cares. Yeah. No one even hears that exactly yeah. You know you, even a critical ear is not listening for that first yep. f- first go through Yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're not they're, that's not the thing they're gonna They're not gonna mm-hmm. be like that snare is too loud. No, I mean they they may think that if you ask them but that's not the thing that's going to prevent them from, you know, getting the song or not. That's a fact. That's a fact.
1: And anytime someone has played me a rough version of a song and they preference, I never notice it.
2: Yeah, because Because exactly.
1: I'm not paying attention. I'm exactly. listening to a song.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... As like, soon as somebody starts to do it with me, I'm at the point now, I'm like, I, dude, I don't want to hear it, just hit play, literally, I don't, <laughs> exactly. I don't care, just hit play for yeah. me, it's right? yeah. <laughs> not going to change, actually, the more you talk, the more I'm getting annoyed and don't even want to listen to it anymore, exactly. Which also so just play. hit play.
3: That should also tell you, like, when, you do, when you do play it for someone, make sure that's what you want them to hear. Yeah, you know, so that's like that's the barometer for me is like, Mm -hmm. well, if I'm playing it from them, I don't want to give them all the excuses. Mm -hmm. Like, when it's ready to be played, I don't have to say anything. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Perfection. Before you got here, we're just talking in general, we're just talking about like the songwriting process. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, just being a producer, working with a songwriter and a singer, um, being like very different from working with rappers. Mm -hmm. You know, when you work with a rapper, they're you know, laying down a a verse and a hook or something and like you're two tracking it and you're done. But when you're creating a song with a songwriter and a singer, it's very, it's melodies, Mm -hmm. it's layers, stuff like that. So, I mean, obviously you being an engine room, you've seen a lot of artists come in and out. Um, What are some some things you notice in, in, in those sessions? Like the difference between a real singer and a rapper and a rapper it's just
0: i think everything's different from the vibe to the way the session runs to the people in the room you know um as far as like rappers you know it it depends on the rapper for but for the most part a lot of them do have like an entourage in the studio Mm -hmm. hanging out you know you got some people smoking here some people just sleeping here drinking Mm -hmm. here you know and then the sometimes the artist feeds off that versus i feel like you know singers and songwriters feed off of just their vibe and
3: mm-hmm. not
0: necessarily having a ton of people around mm-hmm. yeah um so i think that i've noticed that that's one of the um you know biggest differences and i think too kind of like what you said is when you know you're dealing with the rapper it's just like you know two track record you know rough mix done on the next one yeah. whereas with like singers and songwriters, they want Build an actual yep. song, and you know it's it's a longer process to mm-hmm. develop the song. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think you can learn more too. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I mean, as think a you, producer and Yeah, an yeah I yeah. think you can always learn in any situation. Mm-hmm. But I think when dealing with the singer songwriter, you know, you you look at you hear and look at the music differently. Where you're like, okay, I like how he or she sung that there. Maybe I could add a you know. Specific instrument, you know, yep. to that or take out, you know, it just makes you look at the song different, just the overall vibe, I think, yeah. you know, that's
1: true. And, and I was saying that, like, I'm as a producer, you know, I gained a lot of my experience with like working with Father Dude. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, but me and Father Dude were in a band together, yeah, yep. I know, yeah, we, I
0: know, we've met before, <laughs> yeah, but. it we was, um,
1: Smokey Robot, yes. You know, and, and you know me and Father Dude were in a group they were together. Yeah. Yeah. together.
0: Uh, Smokey Robotics' videos were fire. They're yeah, fire. they were wild. You guys right?
1: were ahead of your time, yeah. guys. I'm telling you. We shot a video in Lindsay Lowen's house. Yeah. like That's how that's crazy right. it was. But um, those those years for me were like experience in not working with rappers. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, I'm building a song here, so we have to like write a song and lay down melodies and come up with lyrics and do harmonies, stack harmonies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... In doing that, I was able to learn how to like use Auto Tune and like layering vocals mm-hmm. and panning left and right and using vocal and space and all that stuff. So yeah. it was invaluable for me, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I would say like my piece of advice would be work with songwriters. Mm-hmm. I think working mm-hmm. with singers and songwriters as a producer or an engineer, that's where you're really gonna start to get like mm-hmm. the the experience. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. How do you guys yeah. feel about? Um, you know, Mitch was talking about being in a session and and there's nothing worse, but being in a session where two artists are like competing against each other. You know what I'm saying? Where we're like, this guy's writing his, he's writing this over there and this guy's writing that over there. And they're supposed to make a song together, but this guy wants to go in first and start tracking before the other guy goes in. Like, how do you, how do you guys as, how do you guys maneuver as engineers? How do you maneuver that? Because that can be tricky. What have you seen? I mean, I've, seen?
0: I've never um, been in that situation. Okay. I've never. Yeah. Luckily, I was in one awkward situation mm. where and I think I'll answer this first. I'd say what I would do is based off of the session. Whose session is it? Yeah, is it a, one specific artist? And then he has someone coming in to, you know, like jump on a verse or whatever. I'm going to respect the main artist. Like, what do you yeah. You know, what are you looking to do? What if what it's do we a doing? group?
2: Yeah. like a group and there's two rappers in the group they just need to get their shit
1: together that's none of our business that's not my problem (laughs) you know I think I'll go
0: based off of the vibe what's going on between Mm. them you know if I see that someone's more ready than the other one I'd be like you know let's you seem ready let's just you know and by by the way
2: it's not a beef they don't, don't like it they're just super excited you know, they want to get in there and they want to like,
0: yeah, I you think know, it just depends. Show, I think as an the engineer, their you got to kind of, you know, be confident in knowing how to control the session. Right. Yeah. And, you know, just feeling the vibe. Like, yeah. again, if I feel like, you know, for instance, Davies, because he's, you know, one of our clients, mm-hmm. if Davies was recording and he had, like, you know, when his friends come, which he always has friends, but someone came specifically to, you know, put a verse down and they're both there writing. I'm gonna ask Dave, like, you know, what what do you want? You you want to jump in the booth first? You want him to to jump in the booth? You know, I'd respect the person who's actually paying for the session first and foremost, because I'm engineering for them, if anything. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and also, not even, like, again, just feel the vibe like if i see that dave's more ready than his guy or his guy is more ready than him i'd say like hey you want to you want me to track you you know real quick because it seems like you're ready and then we'll go on to Dave or whatever
1: exactly you know what i mean and if you don't bring that up if you don't play that role it'll never happen
0: and it'll just get awkward because then it's like you know their vibe gets weird and then you're kind of like trying to wait and figure out what's going on and
3: dave's one of those guys that can that makes songwriters jealous because he can go in there and get it in literally one take. Yeah, he does and, it in one take. I'm like <laughs> in there it's like, give me like, you know, like 15 takes. We're going right, to accomplish right, it. Right, and like, exactly. he goes, right Isn't he like a lot one of people, yeah. okay, speaking of Dave, a lot of people
1: don't know. And Atlas, obviously you helped put this together. But yeah. one of Dave's like first songs out was with Father
2: Dude. That's, uh, yeah, we, actually, I put that. What was it called? Um, that it, was a long time ago. I don't but. think it ever came out, actually, we didn't right? We, we we were working for we, I, I I put about three or four sessions with Dave and Father Dude together. There was um, some music
3: created,
1: though. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. There, was a, there was a song There was a, a song called Mega Man, and there was another song that they did that yeah. I think were fire, actually. We did, we,
3: we did one. Yeah,
2: over a boom trap. Beat. And then you guys, right. You guys, then I set up one with Dave and you guys. See, uh, let
3: that be a lesson to you. Don't not put shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it was right. good, and was now good. we're looking back, and now you can't put it and out. And now you yeah. can't yeah. put it out. And not because of Dave. It was because all of us are in a different place yeah. four or right. five years exactly. later. Exactly. So just, that's what, yeah. I, that's what I'm doing right now with my, yeah. my stuff, and like, Put your shit put it out. out. And, and it and doesn't yeah. have to be perfect, but it, if it lives, it has a chance to be heard and yeah. appreciated. And you know what? And, and you
2: know what goes to that? And, you know, like Father Dude was saying is, like, just put it out. And, you know, not just in Dave's situation, but just in general, like, put it out. Because in two, three, four, five, seven years, if one of the artists on that track... Does become successful And people are looking back At old catalog stuff Guess what You have a song out You right. got you Your streaming is gonna and go attention. up
0: And, but then yeah. they're all, they're and now they're gonna be like Who is you? this yeah. guy that, exactly. Oh father
2: who's this guy You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. So exactly. You know And we talk about that um, You know Here on the show uh, Even with producers And uh, as well as songwriters Don't let it go To the hard drive cemetery guys No Hard Trust drive me, cemetery Don't is not overthink good. it Just put the shit out
1: man. We always say that Put the shit out Just Speaking put of out. putting stuff out I want to play a couple snippets from Father Dude's new project. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yes. Father Dude, tell him, tell, tell him
2: the name of the project. <laughs> yes or no.
1: No. Um, well, well, so let's go ahead and do that. Yeah. This, let's wait for this sound. I'll edit this out. Okay. What is that? I you don't know. It's
2: that's amazing. the intro. This, is the, this uh,
3: is the intro. Elevator. Elevator intro. I, a couple weeks ago. Oh, actually, um, uh, August, I put out the first song I put out in literally my own solo mm-hmm. thing in two years. Yeah. Because Big deal. I, you know, I signed, I put out stuff, I did a lot of electronic stuff. So
1: why don't you give us the, the? this is Hot 97, this is the debut. This is Let Me Live. Alright, let's do it. Hey, those snaps sound familiar.
3: On my own timeline. Leave me alone. Tell me to keep going, going. But you can't convince me to feel something I'm not, and nothing's gonna change me. The devil dared me just to get. You think that I still need saving
2: Dude, here, Black Chat episode one. Let me live yeah. my life.
3: All right, let me live my life. So that track came out? That came out, yeah, a month ago. And let me tell you, like, awesome. I, I don't usually, di- I, you know, because we we worked with, you know, two producers for a long time. Yeah. That track has four producers on it. Wow. And, uh, and I was the only um, writer on it. Right. But, but, like, it was a, this whole new thing I'm doing and all these songs that are coming out, I'm like, I'm not afraid anymore of, like, getting anybody that I respect on it if they want to be on it. Right. I'm like, yeah, try it, try it, try it. He was like, you know, yeah. Ivan, Ivan Brass Tracks, he was yeah. you know, one of the last yeah. guys to contribute on that. He was like, Yo, I have this idea, let me just put it down and, you know, it was going to mixing like right. that week. I was like, yeah, try it, let's, just let's try see, it. why not? And you know, even if you take like 5% of it, it's like, Sometimes it's like those little things that those make a track, you know. Mm-hmm. Very true.
2: Sometimes it's that little things that give you that 5% publishing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <the> little
1: <laughs> things that give you that 2.5. So yeah, little the things in life, you know, Trying to get on to that next option, you know. <laughs> um, so let's play another snippet. Want to play Summer Gone?
3: Yeah, actually this. Tell us about this song. This one, um, this is different than the last one. It's, uh, I just shot a video for it, which is really cool. It nice. was uh, riding a Harley in a cemetery. Whoa! It's, it's, really, it's gonna be cool. It's coming out next week, next Friday. Um, and it's kind of the theme of. It's called Summer Gone, and it's timely, of course. And I'm going on tour in less than two weeks with Brass Tracks. Amazing. And where can they get tickets? Uh, BrassTracks.co. BrassTracks.co. Yeah. It's a. You West guys Coast already run. know
1: we had Brass Tracks on here too. So Father Dude's mm, like, yep. going on tour with them. If you see your city, go. This yeah. guy puts his show. West Coast. Man. They got
3: a few California dates and uh, uh, Utah, and Nevada. So nice. Mm. Um, but yeah, this one. Uh, it's a, it's more yeah, it's more of a ballad more of a thing. But anyway, this the, this is the theme of my sets during Got the it. tours. Summer gone. All right, let's hear it. Oh, my Gone. everything in front me Touch of a knot, it's beating the strings over The sun, broken up the city Some are gone, some of us are alone Some of us have been rough When it's cold and the night Some long. some of us are alone Let me tell you about that one. Nice, that was a band. If you thought, that, if, what did I have? Four, four. This this one had more. This mm-hmm. was a song I started, and this is you know a story that obviously means something to producers and writers. Mm-hmm. I started this song three years ago mm-hmm. with an Australian duo called Toucan, and we, you know, I wrote top line over uh, like an EDM track. Mm-hmm. That was that song, and then I three years later, I'm like, I know that song is good. Let's not go to the you know hard drive uh, purgatory. Hard, and, yeah, hard drive purgatory. So like. <clears throat> I Graveyard. had a guy, you know, I have my guys in New York and we, and we, you know, just recreated the whole track. So
1: you recreated new chords and just kind of created... Yeah. I,
3: you know, I, in my head, I was like, I know the sound I'm going for now and it's not that sound anymore. So I had, you know, the acoustic guitar, you know, and I got, the, you know what I mean? Like sometimes when you're, when you're an artist, you forget that like you're orchestrating. So... If you know what you need, sometimes you got to ask the producers for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need That's a true. I need a guitarist or I need a piano player right. for the, for this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we need him in the session and and then obviously, you know, you know, you kind of are dictating certain things, but you you're you know, um you're composing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Everyone in that room is composing on some level.
0: So yeah, what kind of stopped much. the process for that song? Cuz it's interesting for me when I hear people say like you know it took me two years to do this project it took me three years and you know when you think about it, it's like wow that's a long time but it's really not because yeah. so much happens between that time especially as a creative musician you know I guess creative in general yeah. that like when you look back it it's not that much time that's true. but in the midst of those three years what prevented you guys from putting it out before
3: Um, I mean they I, I don't know. I think it just—we all liked it, and it and it just sat there, and which is sometimes a good thing, you know. Even with mixes in in general, like it's nice to sit on something. Like you should sit on it and listen to it and give yourself a break. But I think it just fell by the wayside for a while, and then, um, yeah, I, like I said, the you know, when you get into label situations, both of us were signed at the time, and it was just like. That will prevent yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will prevent definitely right. a
0: lot of delays. Yeah. Back so then, later safe.
3: But if you have a good song, and that's the whole point, is that God, I've been talking to a bunch of producers recently that are like, I've been dragging shit out from six years ago, and yeah. they're like, no, actually, there's a couple of good ideas in there. I'm just gonna, op- I'm just gonna reopen it and it's like true. make it exactly. work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, don't afraid. I pull shit from back all the time. Yeah.
1: Like, mm-hmm. But you know, it depends on who I'm working with. Sometimes I'll be like. 2010 for you. Here we go. <laughs> yeah.
3: Is that what he thinks about me? Yeah. Well, no, I'm gonna they're...
1: play you what I did last week. Here we go. Yeah.
3: yeah. But no, it's it's uh, and that hopefully you're making music that is on in some respect timeless. And we're talking about yeah. you know songwriting. Like a song should be played, you know, on a chordal instrument, and you should get it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. It all the sounds in the world, like you know even for hip hop it doesn't you know you don't have to be you know yeah. that intricate with you know all this that's true if you can just like hit a table and fucking say something and people know it right away because it's that catchy you know it's that well written it's that like yeah like that's the point of the song is that it's relatable and singable that's it that's it i love I it like
0: i like the what i like about the two tracks is the fact that you keep it simple on the verse and then mm-hmm. when the hook comes it's like more mm-hmm. intense and more energetic it kind of remind, reminds me of like a like an alter ego kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah.
3: yeah well th- that's like the, the um i guess the the whole thing right now for me is like you know you can get we're you know like in edm stuff like you know the whole riser into this giant drop mm-hmm. and like what's cool is that like that whole thing like that's dynamics which yep. you know obviously in hip-hop like sometimes there'll be a loop for the whole song and it works perfectly but yep. there's not a lot of di- dynamics it's just yep. you know here's the song mm-hmm. but like I wanted to in my songwriting I want the song to be the dynamics and the production to help tell, help that, the dynamic, tell that story yeah. so mm-hmm. the the story in the verse is kind of when yeah it all comes down to like oh man we're doing this new song last mm-hmm. night and it's literally just a, a bass and you know there's a guitar doubled on top of it and it's like affected and stuff but there's no snaps in the verse. Mm-hmm. It's literally just the instrument doing the percussion, you know, doing the... Perf- like, it's it's honestly, we're all keep looking at each other like, are you sure you don't want to, like, bring yeah. in something to keep the two and four going? And we're, and we're all like, nah, no. fuck it. Fuck it. It's like, I mean, not comparing you
2: because you're totally different voices, but that's like what Justin Bieber did with that record. Uh, um, love Yourself or whatever.
1: You can go and love yourself. Right, which, by the, which, by the way, Ed Sheeran wrote. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No if shit. If you watch the documentary on iTunes, the songwriter documentary really? that just came out, it shows um, <clears throat> it shows ass. how um, he was on a tour bus and he just like wrote it. Wow! Like, oh, that sounds cool. There's that guy's going. incredible. Yeah, pretty Holy crazy. God. Um, father, dude, where can they follow you and reach you,
3: like for all, the tickets
1: all, and music and all that stuff?
3: All things, father, dude. You can go to FatherDude.com dot com or uh, so. Father, any, dude. Yeah, one father, word. dude is is one word. You know, it's it's the internet age. If you're uh, you can put that in you can put that in if you can put that, in, you can yeah. put that into your google there yeah there you go the fire, the fire um Let's get into Blabber
1: Crap. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, you know, see. I had
0: somebody approach me at the studio the other day, like, yeah. what's up with Blabber Crap? But oh, yeah. we're about to go in. Like, oh, Father
1: hey. dude, are you joining us for this? Yeah, I mean, how
3: mean do you want yes. to get? Uh, uh, as,
1: as, mean you, as mean as you, as you You won't be meaner than Atlas. You won't
3: didn't be we, meaner than Atlas. Didn't we do some version of this a few years ago? And, <laughs> we may have. And I was, like, pretty rude to someone, and you guys were laughing about it. And Possibly. I didn't think I was, so I'm okay to do that? Possibly. As
0: mean as you feel.
1: Yeah. We are about to get into... Blap or Crap, it's been it's been about a month, I think. That, that we long? Yeah, because yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, we haven't I, done it the past few episodes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the past few episodes, so yeah, it not have done it. a month. Okay. So, okay. guys, listen up. Basically, we're going to do Blap or Crap. Uh, this is the segment of the show where we play your beats that you submitted to us at random. We're going to play a beat snippet. And um, if we like the beat, we're going to give you a blap. If we don't like it, we're, we're going to give you a crap. And we're going to try to give you a little bit of constructive criticism. Uh, or we'll shit on you if you don't like it. But listen, we'll give you props be if you nice. like oh, it, we'll too. Be nice, be nice. Uh, We'll be nice. Okay. So um, if you want to submit your beat for this segment, all you have to do is go to uh, this awesome website that we helped build called beat Thread. So you're going to go to BeatThread.com, B-E-A-T-T-H-R-E-A-D.com. Uh, it's free to sign up. You're going to create an account and upload your beats just like SoundCloud and you're going to receive feedback and all that good stuff and um when you upload your beat make sure you hashtag blap or crap on there so we can choose you so um yeah go to beatthread.com and sign up and start uploading your beats on there so uh, our first submission for today is beats phantom let
2: me put him up a little bit
1: Beats Phantom For our first submission Shut up
2: Atlas why don't you Kick that one off buddy? I'm, I'm gonna kick it off I'm gonna kick it off And I'm gonna kick it off Real positive Mm, real positive, All right? I almost wanted to That's black a that. Plot. Almost, oh. I almost wanted oh. to black that. Perfection,
0: giving I'm it a blap. I'm give it a blap. <laughs> okay, hey, yeah.
2: okay, okay. I almost wanted to
1: black that. That was an almost blap like, from Atlas. I was
2: like 99.99 there.
1: What was the point one? What what disappointed? I'm gonna be and honest. Ass. The
2: volume is really low On my headphones. I was, is, is Homegirl over? Is yeah. she yeah. over there? Can
1: we, can we give Atlas a little more? Can headphone you give me some volume? more
2: volume in my headphones? Because I could bear. I wasn't really hearing it okay. that, that well. But based but on what I heard. I, I liked it I wish it was Louder in my ears Come
0: on You gotta give it That one That point one I'm gonna He's give it The on, point one.
2: one Nah Be I'm honest not gonna give it, I'm gonna be nope. honest Okay I so liked it Crapping it I liked it I didn't love it it was that cool. I could one. hear some he vocals did, on it. He did <laughs> a
0: at ninety nine point one because it was a little too low. Ninety <laughs> <balls. laughs> nine point nine. Ninety nine point nine. Okay, ninety nine point
1: nine. 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 That's a
2: crap.
0: I
1: will, I, but
2: I will say this: I really did enjoy the sequencing. Like when it dropped out, and then like for like those four, and then it came in. On I that saw your one. head nod on that, and I knew it was coming too. You I was coming. Boom! It's gonna come back. You did one of those, and it did. I was, I was really enjoying that. I just wish it was louder in my head because it was very faint. I couldn't really hear the like the rest Bet. of it so i'm uh, gonna crap it uh-huh. but i was almost there. that was probably the closest black crap I, i've ever black done crap. on the show
1: father dude, what do you think yeah. and keep it a buck
3: yeah it's no it was really it's a really Why good idea
0: a decad- <laughs> just kidding
3: yeah. <laughs> it's uh no it was actually a really good idea i would, I would totally start an idea to it okay so you know, i mean i guess it depends on what you you know like, i know sometimes you're making a beat and obviously there's like a little drop there and then Mm -hmm. it comes back in and there's 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 elements that were starting to change after that you know a couple things came in and out the little vocal sample and Mm -hmm. like but you know a cool 70s like soul vibe you know very very cool all right cool yeah i'll blab it
1: all right that's a blab i'm crapping it
0: it's a crap i'll tell you
1: why because I want to play devil's advocate. Cause that's your want. sample. Is that what it is? No, oh. I just I'm just gonna crap it You're for the crap hell of crap it. it. Oh. it. Okay. Yeah. it.
0: Okay. I would say though, um, the mix needed a little work. I think that
2: and being
1: loved. Uh, yeah, might have the mix needed
0: a little work. I wasn't really focused on the mix. I was more focused on the sound selection, the and the sequencing. Really mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would say though, is I would maybe speed it up a little bit because there was something idea. about it that Ooh. just like lag, like it dragged.
3: Yeah. I would love to hear that. He spell. put on um, a really a good idea. idea. Just he put
0: a he put a J. Cole louder,
1: a little faster. He put J. Cole typey, e and I could hear J. Cole.
0: Yes, that's one that artists I thought about honestly. Yeah, I would just speed it up just a tad bit
1: alright our next submission is by Jat d 187 mm. intro's a little long let's go let's see if it comes in hard here it could do it yeah.
3: Okay.
1: I like that little bass. Mhm. Me too. There we go. see where it goes. That's good.
2: This
1: is a cool beat. Yeah.
2: Here we go. There we go. Let's see where it goes.
1: That's it. It's it's done.
2: What? That was That's it. That's where it
1: ends. That's where it ends. Oh yep. Yep. What a fucking tease. It that needed was. a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Fuck.
1: It needed a little bit if more. If it would
2: have just took it to that one extra level, that would have been a blat for me. Yeah. If it would have so like it. I'm gonna crap it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna crap
0: it. Yeah, I'm going to crap it solely off of um, the intro being way too long and then the fire part being way too short. (laughs) And I would want to see a different sequence, like some, you know, instruments drop out at one point. Um, But, yeah. I agree. Yeah.
3: I agree. Father Dude? Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. It's a... It's a great, it's a great idea. I mean, like I know all this stuff is ideas. It's a good idea, but you got to build it out a little more than mm-hmm. that. Build it out. Build it out. I'm that's crap. why I should
2: have been a little bit longer. I'm gonna crap
1: it too. Um, just build it out. It's not crap. You just it's yeah. just unfinished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it reminded, my, it reminded
2: me of like early Eminem shit.
1: Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I, I heard Fifty Cent. Yeah, exactly. yeah fifth too. Yep, yep, yep fifth. Yep. Absolutely. Shady. I like Shady. That bass, that, that base sense is <laughs> <that's laughs> really nice too. <laughs> that's we how he raps. That's it. Anyway. um, Okay, so our next submission is by Kendi. Simply Kendi. This tune is called Regression. This
2: is not it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Wait for it. This is not it. Just wait for it. Trying to tell y'all.
1: Dude, could, would you write to this?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no room for me. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh.
1: Oh. Yeah.
3: Alright, okay, okay Yeah. Do. Goddamn. It's, a, it's right. a little It's a little It's a no. a lot going. on. a little a little a lot going on
0: There's there. a little a yeah. little going on. a the the of a it sounded very, um, like the sound sounded like extremely stock. Like True. stock's right. cool, right. you know, yeah. but it right. sounds right. like when you're trying, like you're in your first couple of beats and you're yeah. trying. Just playing. You know. Maybe they
3: stuff. are right. I mean, might it be. sounded yeah. like a, a pretty young producer, mm-hmm. and I guess if you're not, great. then uh, yeah.
2: it sounded like a very green snare. Yeah, it was
3: a green. As snare. As soon as
2: that snare came on, I was like, nah, that ain't it. Like I just yeah. knew because if you put a snare like that on a record. I mean, if you're doing it once then while... But as soon as I heard I'm like, nah, he's not ready. He,
0: they're not ready. He's not ready. He's not ready. He said heard him. Him. he's not ready. He's not, not ready, ready yet. yet. <laughs>
1: well, that's, that's why this is so valuable, because you're going to get that honest... Opinion, you just, yeah. just 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 keep going.
2: That snare would have slapped. Like,
1: like, yeah, oh, okay. Is that,
0: is that snare whack as fuck? That was that whack, as as fuck.
1: As whack as fuck yeah. no. fucking I mean, yeah. it
0: wasn't.
1: Dude, it, was it was whack. whack
0: it was pretty whack. whack.
1: If perfection says so, then if you perfection know. Snare was it was it fuck. You what I'm Whack. All right, our next admission is by DJ Bluff. Mm. Not it, yo. Yeah. Uh, just give it a chance, man. No. Yeah, yeah. Nah. No.
2: This is it. The- White rappers everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Submit now for your part <laughs> in the hip hop competition here at Boston <laughs> <in> College. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> We got 100 pesos for the winners out here. Grab your drinks, grab your bartender, and tip the bartender <laughs> Let's go. All right, all right, all right, all right. This no. is the
1: fourth annual Raceway Park. Raceway? This is some bar. shit they'll play at like Hondas. a bar when you're on your like
0: fourth drink and the yeah. room is spinning. We have tricked out
1: Hondas. Tricked out <laughs> Greddy.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have Honda Accords for sale. <laughs>
2: Buy one, get one free. Buy one, get one free. Route 34. No money down. Route 34. <laughs> East. <laughs>
3: 1-800-228-5555.
1: Route 34, Eastern Parkway.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. Damn, it! I guess that wasn't it. I guess I guess that's it. Fuck, that. man. Okay. Yeah, I kind of see where he was going, though. It kind of had like a West Coast feel, but I think it was too slow. Yeah. And just the melody just wasn't, didn't really tell a story. Yeah, it, it was just kind of random. Yeah, I agree.
2: I definitely saw where he was going. It was yeah. right to the car dealership. That's where he was going, <laughs> driving <laughs> straight over there. Oh New or God. pre-owned? Oh <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> New or pre-owned?
1: That's
0: hilarious. What do you guys car <laughs>
1: right now for five hundred dollars? Father, <laughs> father, dude, what do you think? Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. The feel just kind of wasn't even doing it for me. Not yeah. even just the sounds. Just the, it just mm-hmm. had this very. Yeah. Bouncy, but not like in the... In a good way? In a good way, yeah.
1: yeah. Like bouncy with like an upset stomach. like <laughs> bouncy. In a bad way, yeah. like, like you gotta, you gotta take a shit.
2: And the, and the bumps in all the car. Bam, bam. Every bump, every bump hurts. Every bump hurts. Like, fuck!
1: All right. What'd you think, Il? Oh, uh, no, I didn't like it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I felt like I had an mm-hmm. upset stomach. Yeah. Um, all right, our next submission is by Rob Nasty. That Okay. Rob nasty with the
2: nasty. Um. Rob nasty with the
1: nasty. Yeah, I'm gonna crap it, but um, I don't know. Just it was just a little boring. Like Mm -hmm. it was like trying to be energetic, but like the chords and the pads were like very, like dark and depressing. So it didn't really translate, and it just ended up being like just boring for me. So Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna crap it. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah i'm gonna crap that too mm-hmm. yeah. it didn't do it for me it kind of lost me
3: Yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
1: that change-up was weird too mm-hmm. right like it just kind of
3: i think that i think honestly because like you, the the focal point in a lot of that is there's the melody and the synth mm-hmm. you know and i think the i think it kept landing on the same note and it's like if you're doing phrases with loops and stuff like that you might want to just keep it more interesting by Even changing the last note that it resolves on, like, every two bars, every four bars, like, just kind of keeping a little interesting. Exactly. uh, It was very, too linear. Yeah.
2: Atlas, you've been quiet. Yeah, no, I was letting everyone speak. Um, (laughs) 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 I'm going to crap that. This is, but in my opinion, it's going along the lines of what Father Dude was saying, because I totally agree with him. I would take the melody, all the the melody ideas, take that all out. Yeah. The programming, I actually enjoyed. I like the bass right. and the boom on that one. Like yeah. I like that. Like the programming, I could live with it. Now, the melody was not feeling like the boom, the boom, 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 It got boring too. Yeah. Like he said, kept landing on the same note. Get someone who knows how to play keys or has a pretty good idea because this person doesn't, and have them go in there and play, and this track would be yeah. fire. Play some shit. That could be fire. Yeah, telling you. But I'm gonna crap it. But I I still think has potential.
0: Potential.
1: Potential. Shout the glam. Potential. All right. Um. Our last submission for today is by Gats with an H. G H A T S. Guys. Is that a dog I heard in
3: there? That was,
1: that was me Alright I'll start it off uh, I'm gonna crap it but um, I do, do think it's a cool beat The only thing I would say is Everything is just feeling like it's dragging mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the This melody is just so like Like that Fender Rhodes type sound thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's spacey But then the drums are like And then the bass The bass line was my favorite part I like the line. so I don't know. I just think there needs to be something in there with like a little staccato, mm-hmm. like something to keep, you know, make me interested. Because right now it feels like slow and draggy.
3: Feels mm-hmm. um, like the like the the artist on it, you know, like the rapper would like that would be that would be the it's staccato. The song, uh-huh. and yeah, and and that would yeah. serve that purpose. But it's like you know the, the track is very subdued so you know if, if you have an artist that can like pop out and like but uh the very drums true. you know you just gotta be careful with like random sounds happening in non uh repetitive ways, kind of like that slap thing, or yeah, whatever, that you, whatever you call that. I yeah. saw you
0: laugh at that part. Well, yeah. I laugh because yeah. it's just
3: kind of, I felt like it's just kind of in some yeah. random places and uh, a couple of things, like there's a, was like a hi-hat that hits on one for some reason. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm a drummer by trade, so like, I feel like a lot of the best productions are like, you're coming from like, how would a kit how play? Would a how, would, how would this really sound on a kit? Because it sounds like a kit. It's supposed to be a kit. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have like, in the mix, like this, hi-hat hitting on one, which is a cool idea, but in the mix, it's way out in front. It's like, I don't, you know, I can't make sense of that. But if it's lower yeah. in the mix and maybe the drummer's like digging into one, you know, on, on the quarter notes, true. but just be just be mindful of like, what does that kit look like that you're making? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. is it what a bunch it of like? weird things? It's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. it should all makes sense.
2: I totally agree with that on uh, what I would do is definitely speed this up. This was a little, had a little more, you know, tempo was faster. Mm-hmm. Like something like that speed, then like where you kind of you can kind of bop to it. It was kind of dragging for me, like yeah, my feet were dragging on the floor. And that main melody one, kind of like the previous track, where the main melody—I don't know if it was a uh, uh, Fender Road or whatever it was playing—it was like the doom 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 doom. It was just like it almost sound like a horn. Like yeah, a, I don't know what that sample. was, yeah. but like a little just a little more something to it. It was just very laid back and chill. But now. If an artist came in and did some double-time shit on it, it could work. It could work. You know what I'm saying? So that's something to think about. It's like, okay, you can make tracks like this, but what are you using them for? If it's Mm -hmm. just listening pleasure, eh, okay, cool. But if you're going to get an artist, get someone who can do, like Kendrick Kendrick would kill that. You know what I'm saying? Like someone who can just go in and out. They would murder that, you know? Sure. So just keep that in mind when you're making tracks like this. Like, okay, now what? I made this track, but what am I going to do with it now? Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't go to the hard drive cemetery. Yeah, exactly. Or the trash bin cemetery.
0: Right. I'm going to crap that, but I agree with everything you guys said. Mm-hmm. I agree yeah. with Atlas in the sense of, like, if you do get an artist that can flow differently on that and make it hot, definitely. Mm-hmm. I do think, you know, I would have sped the beat up a little because, like you said, it was dragging, you know, a little bit. So True. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a bad beat.
1: It, no, wasn't it, was, no, it, wasn't it wasn't a bad beat. Wasn't a bad Not not a bad sequence of beats. No. That was no. decent. This black was better than some better of our than last.
0: Most. Yeah. Yeah. Better fact. than most. A it's a been
1: fact. really bad lately. So listen, guys, if you <laughs> want to submit to this, all you have to do is go to beatthread.com and upload your beats on there. It's also a really cool website. We help design mm-hmm. to um you're gonna, you can get uh, feedback from other users. Mm-hmm. There's like a rating system, and then the highest uh, rated. Most popular tracks float to the top of the page to get more exposure. So it's a really cool website to like test the test the market out, put your beats up, and like see if people are fucking with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and it's free to free to join. So go to beatthread.com, start uploading your beats on there, and uh, you know hopefully we'll consider your beat for this segment. Blah blah crap. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: So Yo, before we before we wrap mm-hmm. up, I want to say uh, if you're in New York, September 20th, yep, in New York City. Or you're in the five boroughs and want to travel to New York, I'm throwing a uh, an event for my birthday. Hey, That's right. Virgo. I'm turning Virgo. the Virgo Virgo season Virgo, maybe. season. Virgo, we out here. We out here. But uh yeah, you know, twenty five years old. <coughs> yeah. uh, showing out there. So Or um, like fifteen. You know, no, so uh so if you know it's gonna be it's gonna be at drum here in New York City. If you're oh. there, Illmind's gonna do a DJ set. Father oh, yeah. Dude was actually gonna perform, but he's gonna be on on tour with brass tracks. Um, I got Chef Pasquale. I got uh, Buck Wild Ski Beats, uh, Sean J. Period, um, and a few other surprises in there. So if you're in town, September 20th, uh, pull up or shoot me a DM, I'll send you the information.
3: You guys got to pull up. And that's At, and, that, and uh, you haven't been on the air since your birthday, right? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been on the air since
1: my birthday. Hey. Oh, thank you guys hey. so much. Virgo season. Um, Virgo season is in full effect. Hard. Hardcore. It's in full effect. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been amazing. So definitely pull up to his birthday party, um, and if you're a Virgo and you listen to this and you live in New York and you're not there, you're weird. Yeah. <laughs> man, just, uh, yeah. So um, shout to all you guys. Shout to all of our listeners. Shout um, to Father Dude. Shout to, to Father Dude. Check. Thank Thanks you for, for having us. You, yeah. man. make sure that you guys check time. out Father Dude's new album and all the tour dates and stuff. Go to Br- brasstracks.com. Uh, he's going on tour at Brass Tracks, so definitely check a show out if you're uh, if you see your city listed, and um, listen to the music, man, it's amazing. And uh, shout to all of our subscribers, our followers. Make sure you um, follow us uh, on YouTube. Uh, you know, shout to all you guys that are on SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff. Um, we'll see you. Uh, well, actually, next week uh, I'll be out of town. Mm-hmm. So we have no show next week. So we'll see you guys in two weeks. We have some really, really special things in the works for you guys. So um, shout to all of our followers. This is Blab Chat episode 81, right, Josh? Yep. All right, episode 81. And we'll see you all next time. Later. Later. Bye.